Thank you for tuning in. You can follow Dre Wise on Facebook at Jarrell Lucian. You can follow him on Instagram at Dre Wise, the number seven. You can also send cash app donations. Lucian Jarrell, the number seven. Thank you. In the world so many. Baby girl, you are that Do you think that your tweets and your name calling are turning people off? No, I think I wouldn't be here if I didn't have social media. But you the talk media is fake. And frankly, if I didn't have social media, I'd have no way of getting out my voice. Do you know what you told me a long time ago when I asked why you keep saying fake yeah. media? Yeah. You said to me, I say that because I need to dis uh, discredit you so that when you say negative things about me, no one will believe you. I don't you. have to discredit you. But that's what you You've told me. You've discredited yourself. You know, I didn't want to have this kind of angry. Of course you did. No, I didn't. Of course you did. No, I didn't. Well, then you brought up a lot of subjects that Well, I said I'm going to ask you tough up. questions. They were inappropriately but brought up right from the beginning. No, your first question was, this is going to be tough questions. Why? You don't ask Joe Biden. I saw your interview with Joe, the interview with I Joe never Biden. did a Joe it Biden was a interview. Joe, the interview, 60 Minutes. I see Joe Biden giving softball after softball. I've seen all of his interviews. He's never been asked a question that's hard. Okay, but forget him for a minute. No, but you your start with me. Your president. And Excuse me, Leslie, you started with me. Your first statement was, are you ready for tough questions? Are you? That's no way to talk. There's no way to talk. Leslie, one, one second. We're At this point, one of our producers interrupted to advise about the time remaining in the interview. I think we have enough of an interview here, Hope. Okay, that's enough. Let's go. Let's go. In uh, let's go meet for two seconds, okay? Thanks. I'll see you in a little while. Thanks. Be careful. Uh, on health care, and then we'll come back to Roe v. Wade. All right. Mr. President, the Supreme Court will hear a case a week after the election in which the Trump administration, along with 18 state attorneys general, are seeking to overturn That's right. Obamacare, to end Obamacare. You have spent the last... Because they want to give I, good health care. If I may ask that question, sir. Good health care. Over uh, the last four years, you have promised to repeal and replace Obamacare, but you have never in these four years come up with a plan, a comprehensive plan yes, to I replace have. Obamacare. Of course I have. Well, I'll I give got you rid of the individual mandate. Excuse me. I got rid of the individual mandate, which was a that big joke of Obamacare. That is absolutely a big thing. That was that, the worst I, I part of Obamacare. Chris, that was the worst part me. of Obamacare. Let me ask my question. Well, I'll, I'll ask Joe. I, 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 the individual no, I, mandate was the most unpopular aspect of Obamacare. I got rid of it. I'd like and you to, we will protect Mr. people. President, I'm the moderator devices. of this debate, and I would like you to let me ask my question, and then you can answer Go your ahead. question. You, in the course of these four years, have never come up with a comprehensive plan to replace Obamacare, and just this last Thursday, you signed a largely symbolic executive order to protect people with pre-existing conditions five days before this debate. So my question, sir, is what is the Trump health care plan? Well, first of all, I guess I'm debating you, not him, but that's okay. I'm not surprised. Let me just tell you something. that There's nothing symbolic. I'm cutting drug prices. I'm going with favored nations, which no president has the courage to do because you're going against big pharma. 
drug prices will be coming down 80 or 90 percent. You could have done it during your 47 year period in government, but you didn't do it. Nobody's done it. So we're cutting health care. All of the things that we've done. Insulin. I give you an example. Insulin. It's going to it was destroying families, destroying people because I'm getting it for so cheap. It's like water. You want to know the truth. So cheap. Take a look at all of the drugs that what we're doing, prescription drug prices. We're going to allow our governors now to go to other countries to buy drugs okay. because when they fact, pay just a I, tiny fraction. As I say, this is open discussion. No, let me but ask this is, you about, big, let me, this is happy, big stuff. Sir, you'll be happy. I'm about to pick up on one of your points to ask the vice president, which is he points out that you would like to add a public option to Obamacare, and yes. the argument that he makes, and other Republicans make, is that that is going to end private insurance. It is and not. Will, if I sorry. ask you the question, it will not end. What your party says, by the way, it will end private insurance and create a government takeover of health care. It does it not. It's tonight. only for those people who are so poor they qualify for Medicaid. They can get that free in most states, except governors who want to deny people who are poor Medicaid. Anyone who qualifies for Medicare would, excuse me, Medicaid would automatically be enrolled in the public option. The vast majority of the American people would still not be in that option, number one. So you agree with Bernie number, Sanders, I, I far did. left, on the manifesto, with, with we you, call it. Manifest- that gives you socialized medicine. Look, hey, Are uh, you I'm saying not going to listen to him. The fact of the matter is, I beat Bernie Sanders. Not by I'm, much. I, I beat him a whole hell of a lot. I'm here, I'm here standing facing Pocahontas you all, buddy. Pocahontas would have left uh, two days I early. You would have lost every primary All he knows how to do Super is hurt. Tuesday. You got Look, very lucky. here's the deal. I got very lucky. I'm going to get very lucky tonight as well. And tonight I'm going to make sure because here's the deal. Here's the deal. The fact is that everything he's saying so far is simply a lie. I'm not here to call out his lies. Everybody knows he's a liar. But you I just want to make sure. I want to make sure. You graduated last in your class, not first in your class. I want to make sure. Mr. President, can you let him finish, sir? He doesn't know how to do that. He has, you know, you, you pick be surprised. the Go wrong ahead, guy, the wrong talk, night at the wrong time. Listen, you agreed with Here's Bernie Sanders to the, the whole idea. Let, let him there him. is no manifesto. Number Please one. let him speak, Mr. Number two. You just lost the left. Number two. I, I, you just lost the left. You agreed with Bernie Sanders on a plan. How, folks, absolutely folks, agreed do you have any idea what this clown's doing? Mr. Socialized medicine. Mr. President. I'll tell you what. He is not for any help for people needing health care because his because he, in fact, already has cost 10 million people their health care that they had from their employers because of his recession. Number one. Number two, there are 20 million people getting health care through Obamacare now that he wants to take it away. He won't ever look you in the eye and say that's what he wants to do. Take it away. No, I want to give Number you better health care at a much lower price. But, because and by Obama the way, he doesn't, know no how, he doesn't know how I've to do that. I've already fixed it. He has never I've offered a plan. fixed it to an extent. He has Obamacare, never done a single thing. as you might thing. know, but probably does. Gentlemen, you realize if you're both speaking at the same time. Let the president Go ahead, sir. Obamacare is no good. We made it better. And I had a choice to make very early on. We took away the individual mandate. We guaranteed pre-existing conditions. But took away the individual mandate. Listen, this is the way it is. And that destroyed that. They shouldn't even call it Obamacare. Then I had a choice to make. Do I let my people run it really well? 
or badly. Yes. If I run it badly, they'll probably blame him, but they'll blame me. But more importantly, I want to help people. Okay? I said, you got to run it so well. That's what and I for. just had a meeting with them. They said, the problem is no matter how well you run Obamacare, it's a disaster. It's too expensive. I got, I Premiums you, are too it. high. That's and it doesn't work. So we, we do no, want no, to get no. rid of it. I, we, well, it's Chris, we want to get rid of it. I understand it, sir, but I have, to, I have to give you roughly good. equal time. Good. Please let the vice president talk. Good. He has no plan for health care. Of course we do. Sends, please. He sends out wishful thinking. He has executive orders that have no power. He hasn't lowered drug costs for anybody. He's been promising a health care plan since he got elected. He has none, like almost everything else he talks about. He does not have a plan. He doesn't have a plan. And the fact is, this man doesn't know what he's talking about. Sally fam, um, you already know how I get down. Over the last few months, I've been really going deep into this um, political space, um, you know, reading a lot of history, trying to understand how systems work. Um, not getting caught up in anybody's rhetoric, but looking for my damn self um, and just trying to figure out why we continue to, you know, flounder at the bottom. You know, what is it? And what I found is that it's systems in place, as we all know. It ain't because, you know, we ain't doing what we supposed to do as black people because, of course, we all can do better. You know, there's shit that we need to do to clean up our cells and our community, but besides that shit. system is fucked up. It's, it's just designed totally. And not only designed, but there's a dedication to keeping us at the bottom of this country. Um, and I don't know if we can count on any parties to get us about the shit, to be honest. Um, so we are going to have to do a lot of things different as a black community. Um, we have to pool our resources. We have to think about ourselves. You know, we love all the other races of the world, but at some point we got to figure out how do we get ahead? Because everybody's on top of us, but us. Um, or everybody's on top but us. And... Shit ain't gonna work. We ain't gonna survive this. The way it's going. It's just designed that I, I can't see the future. So we gotta change this shit. Um, everybody's been mad at me because I haven't been on the, the fucking, um, you know, the gravy train of, of these candidates, you know, especially Joe Biden and Harris. 
you know, I don't, I don't trust none of them. No president has done right by us. So I don't, I don't, I don't trust none of them. So putting our you know, hopes and dreams behind any of them just don't work. We got to make them do what we want them to do. And there's only a few ways to do that. Now, I've been making contacts, trying to, you know, talk about these real issues, you know. Um, you know, straight up, I believe the... The Democrats have, they've been nice, you know, they've been um, cordial, so to speak. You know, I don't, I don't really see them pushing their policies in, in any different direction. You know, they're still talking this minority, minority, people of color shit uh, that don't necessarily include us. That don't necessarily include black Americans, especially um, descendants of slaves. Um, Ados, American descendants of slaves. That don't, that, that ain't specifically us. It's everybody. We ain't gonna get shit. Because when you look around, everybody hates us. So we still at the bottom of that. Um, This was always about more than basketball. So, you know, I think the Democrats, they, you know, they got every black celebrity and shit on their team. So they just figure, you know, tell Q to shut the fuck up and vote. And so I ain't going to do that. You know, I'm going to push the program. We got a program. I'm pushing it on everybody. Um, we also met with the Republicans and shit. They, they brought us in. We talked to them. Um, they, they've moved their agenda a lot because of what we said. Um, you know, they put $500 billion on the table and, you know, but who knows, you know, who knows what's going to really happen, you know. Um, I just know when I'm going to win. And I don't know if it can really matter to us. We got to just push whoever is in there because ain't nobody really solved our problems. Um, you know, people say we can't take another four years of this. And black people, we could take anything, shit. Um, I mean, Joe Biden, um, you know, the Democrats, I believe they owe us. Um, will they do right by us at the end of the day? Who knows? Um, you know, I think the plan they have is, 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 you know, they're doing a lot when it comes to safety and police and all this shit. But, you know, that dough is thin. Everybody money is thin. I mean, we're not going to get no respect in this country without the cash. We ain't gonna get no respect in this country without having money in our community. It just ain't gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. So, 
Everybody can be mad at me, pissed off at me. You know, I don't give a, you know, hey, y'all know what it is. <laughs> I'm trying to get to the truth. I ain't about to be part of nobody program. Ain't nobody gonna, you know, get me to back down. Um, and if y'all don't want to hear the truth, then that's your, you know, that's kind of a personal problem. I'm going to keep spitting it how I see it, you know, and I think the problem is we're a little too one-sided and we need to hold everybody to the fire and make sure everybody uh, do what they're supposed to do when it comes to black people, not get caught up in a whole lot of white people business. need to worry about our own, what's going on with us, and, um, and then when we get what we got to get, then we'll, you know, welcome everybody. But we got to make a decision and we got to push people to do something, to do something big and do it right now. Terry Crews facing backlash for tweeting, we must ensure Black Lives Matter doesn't morph into Black Lives Better. Here's how he explained it. Uh, are we, are all white people bad? No. Are all black people good? No. Knowing this reality, I stand on my decision to unite with good people, no matter the race, creed, or ideology. Uh, given the number of threats against this decision, I also decide to die on this hill. Terry Crews joins me now. Terry? Man, you stepped in it. <laughs> you say that you're willing. Yeah. To, you say you're willing to die on this hill. You've taken a lot of heat for this. Explain what you are thinking uh, and why it's so important that you die on this hill. Well, again, and I wanted to bring up the fact that you know there are some very, very, you know, militant type forces in Black Lives Matter, and what I was issuing was a warning. You know, it's one of those things where I've been a part of different groups. I've been a part of different things. And you see how extremes can really get, can go far and can go wild. And then when you issue a warning and when a warning is seen as detrimental to the movement, how can you ever, ever have checks and balances? Um, you know, in the 60s and 70s, airplanes went down all the time. And the reason they found out why they did was because the pilots could never be questioned. And when you have the leaders of the Black Lives Movement who are now talking about, you know, if we don't get our demands, we're going to burn it down. Uh, other black people who are talking about working with other whites and other uh, other races, they're, they're being viewed as sellouts or called Uncle Toms. It starts, it starts, you start to understand that you are now, 
you know, being controlled. You're not being treated as loved. You're actually being controlled. Someone wants to control the narrative. And I viewed it as a very, very dangerous self-righteousness that was developing that, you know, that, that really viewed themselves as better. It was a, almost a supremacist move. Let, let me jump where in, Where they viewed that black, their black lives mattered a lot more than mine. Okay. So let me jump in here. There's a lot that you said. Um, you, you think Black Lives Matter is, you said it's a, you think it's an extreme movement? Because it's now part of the... No, but this is the thing. It's a great mantra. It's a true mantra. Black lives do matter, matter. But when you're talking about an organization, you're talking about the leaders, you're talking about the people who are responsible okay, for I got putting you. these I things got you. Together. I got you. So let me, but you, you, Terry, you realize that even during the civil rights movement that uh, Dr. King was seen as extreme, that movement was seen as extreme to people who don't want to make change. Um, movements are seen as extreme. You can paint them easily as an extreme when they are not. This is very true. But also you know, when you talk about MLK, you talk about Nelson Mandela and even Malcolm X. They all realized that you had to have a non-racial component to these kind of movements or there will be resentment. There will be get back. There will be one of these people will tend to listen. I don't want to move from one oppressor to the next. And one thing is really who's, shocks who's me the next oppressor? At, who's the next oppressor? Oh, when I when I describe this, when you look in the city of Chicago, there are nine children who died by gun violence, by black-on-black -black gun violence with uh, from June 20th all the way to today. And you're talking about even with the Atlanta child murders, there were 28 kids who, were, who died during, in two years. You're talking about a month, and you have nine black kids, and the Black Lives Matter movement has said nothing about this. What does that have to do you know, with equality, though, Terry? I, have to tell, I don't understand what that has to do with equality because they're, they're listen, there's crime. There are people in those communities who are, those people aren't just being nonchalant about, about gun violence. I lived in Chicago. There are many people who are working in those communities to try to get rid of the gun violence. It's, the gun culture in this, in this country is prevalent, but I don't understand what that has to do with a movement that's for equality for black people. It's, it, it, there, it's not mutually exclusive if you care about equality for black people that somehow you're going to stop um, random violence or, unfortunately, kids from being shot. It just seems like apples and oranges. You know, it, 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 it's not that way. You know, this is the thing, Don. You know, black people need to hold other black people accountable. I said this the same thing. This is a, the black America's version of the Me Too movement. If anything is going to change, we ourselves need to look at our own communities and look at each other and say, this thing cannot go down. And, and this is the thing, too. There are a lot of great, great people there who are held hostage, who are held hostage by people who literally are, are, are running these neighborhoods with violence and then claiming that Black Lives Matter. When you look at the parents of these little kids who are mentioning, saying, hey, man, why aren't they speaking up for me, too? And, and this is what I'm saying. It's, when I look at this whole thing about, you know, it's about who is controlling the narrative. It's, not, it's got to be all Black Lives Matter. And what's happened is that because I even challenged it, because I even questioned.
scary. They want to kick you out. You're, you're a high-profile person. You're writing things out there. You know you're going to get backlash. You know people are going to respond to what you're saying on Twitter. So uh, I just I don't think you should be surprised by that. I you know I have a, a skin as tough as an armadillo because of what I do, and I think maybe you should adapt that. But here's here's what I have to say. Um, the Black Lives Matter movement was started because it was talking about police brutality. If you want an all Black Lives Matter movement that talks about gun violence in communities, including, you know, black communities, then start that movement with that name. But that's not what Black Lives Matter is about. It's not an all encompassing. So if you're talking about um, if, if someone started a movement that said uh, cancer matters and then someone comes in and said, why aren't you talking about HIV? It's not the same thing. We're talking about cancer. So the Black Lives Matter movement is about police brutality and injustice in that manner, not about what's happening in black neighborhoods. If you, there are people who are working on that issue, and if you want to start that issue, why don't you start it? Do you understand what I'm saying? But when you look, but when you look at the organization, police brutality is not the only thing they're talking about. I know that. But uh, I agree, uh, but that's not what the Black Lives Matter movement is about, Terry. Black Lives Matter is about police about, brutality and about and about criminal justice. It's not about what happens in, in communities when it comes to crime, black on black crime. People who live near each other, black people, kill each other. Same as whites. Eighty some percent of white people are killed by white people true. because of proximity. Very true. It's the same thing with black people. But that again, happens in every single I neighborhood. But that isn't again, I'm not saying that's not important that those 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 kids die, but it's a different movement. Uh, I, listen, I understand what you're saying. I totally understand. It is about police brutality. That should never be accepted. Yeah. I am not saying that that's not it, but they are. There's more there. Okay. And when I look at if they have more on their agenda, we need to ask them about what else is on that agenda right. other than police brutality. And that's all I'm doing. Questioning, warning, watching. And if that bothers you, now that bothers I'm me. Over. Because over if I here. can't warn you, we <laughs> are equal. I got to go, Terry. I got to go. I got to go. We'll see you. Terry, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. Evidence shows that officers both knocked and announced their presence at the apartment. The officer's statements about their announcement are corroborated by an independent witness who was near in a proximity to apartment four. In other words, the warrant was not served as a no-knock warrant. When officers were unable to get anyone to answer or open the door to apartment four, the decision was made to breach the door. After breaching the door, Sergeant Mattingly was the first and only officer to enter the residence. Sergeant Mattingly identified two individuals standing beside one another at the end of the hall, a male and a female. In his statement, he says that the male was holding a gun, arms extended, in a shooting stance. Sergeant Mattingly saw the man's gun fire, heard a boom, and immediately knew he was shot as a result of feeling heat in his upper thigh. Kenneth Walker fired the shot that hit Sergeant Mattingly, and there is no evidence to support that Sergeant Mattingly was hit by friendly fire from other officers. Mr. Walker admitted that he fired one shot and was the first to shoot. In addition to all the testimony, the ballistics report shows 
that the round that struck Sergeant Mattingly was fired from a 9mm handgun. The LMPD officers fired 40 caliber handguns. Sergeant Mattingly returned fire down the hallway. Mattingly fired six shots. Almost simultaneously, Detective Cosgrove, also in the doorway, shot 16 times. This all took place in a matter of seconds. In total, six bullets struck Ms. Taylor. Medical evidence obtained by our team indicates that only one shot was fatal. Further medical evidence shows that Ms. Taylor would have died from the fatal shot within a few seconds to two minutes after being struck. Detective Hankinson fired his weapon ten times, including from a outside sliding glass door and through a bedroom window. Some bullets traveled through apartment four and into apartment three before some exited that apartment. At the time, three residents of apartment three were at home, including a male, a pregnant female, and a child. There is no conclusive evidence that any bullets fired from Detective Hankinson's weapon struck Ms. Taylor. The KSP ballistics analysis did not identify which of the three officers fired the fatal shot. After receiving that information, I asked the FBI crime lab to conduct its own analysis to see if they reached the same results. The FBI ballistics analysis concluded the fatal shot was fired by Detective Cosgrove. Our office looked at both reports to determine if there were major differences in the procedures used by each lab that would have led the FBI to identify who fired the fatal shot. Both law enforcement agencies use similar equipment and analysis, and each lab is highly respected for their work. There was nothing our investigators could point to nor anything provided by the respective agencies that directly explains why one lab made the call while another did not. I think it is worth repeating again that our investigation found that Mattingly and Cosgrove were justified in their use of force after having been fired upon by Kenneth Walker. Secondary to this justification, the KSP and FBI ballistics analysis reached different conclusions creating a reasonable doubt in the evidence about who fired the fatal shot. I've always been taught that security starts with physical, whether that's locking down your servers or... We understand the public's desire for answers, and many have questioned the length of the investigation. Simply put, we had to try every means necessary to determine who fired the fatal shot before the investigation could be completed. With a thorough and complete knowledge of all evidence collected in this case, lawyers with our Office of Special Prosecutions presented the findings of our independent investigation before a grand jury comprised of Jefferson County residents beginning on Monday and concluding today. In Fletcher v. Graham, the Kentucky Supreme Court said that the grand jury has competing but balanced functions. On the one hand, its purpose is to investigate allegations of criminal conduct and determine if there is probable cause to believe that a crime has been committed. On the other, the grand jury serves to protect the public against unfounded criminal prosecutions 
probable cause is lacking. The grand jury is unique in our criminal justice system because it operates independent of the court and the prosecutor. The hallmark of the grand jury is its independence from outside influence. This independence is necessary to ensure that justice is done both for the victims and for the accused. After hearing the evidence from our team of prosecutors, the grand jury voted to return an indictment against Detective Hankinson for three counts of wanton endangerment for wantonly placing the three individuals in apartment three in danger of serious physical injury or death. The charge of wanton endangerment in the first degree is a class D felony. And if found guilty, the accused can serve up to five years for each count. Kentucky law states that a person is guilty of wanton endangerment in the first degree when under circumstances manifesting in indifference to the value of human life, he wantonly engages in conduct which creates a substantial danger of death or serious physical injury to another person. My office is prepared to prove these charges at trial. However, it's important to note that he is presumed innocent until proven guilty. During the last six months, we've all heard mention of possible charges that could be brought in this case. It's important to understand that all the charges that have been mentioned have specific meanings and ramifications. Criminal homicide encompasses the taking of a life by another. While there are six possible homicide charges under Kentucky law, these charges are not applicable to the facts before us because our investigation showed and the grand jury agreed that Mattingly and Cosgrove were justified in the return of deadly fire after having been fired upon by Kenneth Walker. Let me state that again. According to Kentucky law, the use of force by Mattingly and Cosgrove was justified to protect themselves. This justification bars us from pursuing criminal charges in Miss Brianna Taylor's death. Before us, the facts have been examined and a grand jury comprised of our peers and fellow citizens has made a decision. President getting criticized doesn't like it, we know what he does. Lashes out several times today at the Christian publication that said his immorality is too much for them. The president insists, uh, actually they insist, that no president has ever done, oh no, no, this is the president, in defense of himself, he says no president has ever done what I have done for evangelicals or for religion itself. Now first of all, number one is healthcare is big business. The pharmaceutical business is is making tons of money on medication you take uh, supposed to improve your health. So, which I caught that he said he's trying to cut out, this is our current president in the United States of America, he's trying to cut out uh, uh, Obamacare. Now, Obamacare is put in place by Obama to for a so-called purpose to help the poor that cannot afford uh, uh, to spend on health care, their health expenses. Now, he said, this is Donald Trump said, he said he wants to take that out of Obamacare and replace it with something better of a health plan. 
Well, he has not really given a, a, a really proposal of a health plan. No, he has not. Now, Donald Trump says something that's very ignorant. He says something about Pocahontas with Ben Left. Are you are you serious? To me, to improve people's health is to change the way you eat and get active. I know some people have inherited born with diabetic problems and, and their, their pancreas can't produce all that. But it's, it's to the point that it's all about money. It's all about money, period. So what Joe Biden said, that he's, try, he's trying to make affordable affordable for people that is less fortunate, make it affordable, make it affordable for people that is poor of health care. So Donald Trump says, let's take that out of what Obama put in place in the first place because it's very ludicrous and preposterous and an insult because it's taking from the public. Medicaid, uh, uh, Medicare, all this is basically an area of money of government fund to give to the poor, you know, uh, public assistance. So, I mean, it's just, it's just to the point that this is what the Republican Party is all about. The Republican Party is, is more in the position of the economy, more in position of business, more in position of number one, money. To gain money, not to lose money. So the Democrat, the Vice President Joe Biden said, don't take that out. Because it is put in place for a reason for people that cannot afford health care. Because health care is big business. Uh, uh, it's, so, it's so much medication on the, phar the pharmaceutical business that they're putting out so much medication that you got to pay for it. It's so high. It's a business. And some, some people can't get their medication because they can't afford it. Some people can't go to the doctor and get treatment of whatever illness or whatever they what happen, whatever goes on in their, in their health because they cannot afford it. So Obama put it in place for a reason. So Mr. Trump says, take that out. That's, that got to go. This is what he's saying. That got to go. So um, President uh, uh, Trump he does not have a proposal of a plan what he wants to do. He did did something that did some one of them years as he was running as president. He did want to ship food in in the boxes that it just drops on your your doorstep. So he doesn't know. I I agree with Joe Biden. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. What he's talking. He don't know what he's doing. He's looking at more of. Business. He's not. He doesn't know. Like I said, Donald Trump is not a politician. He he's just a businessman. Of basically a businessman that that let's see. He owns Trump Towers. He he uh, he he basically know how to make a good quality, nice looking fork and basically flip it and make it look nice and sell it. That's it. He's not a politician. He go he go. See, Donald Trump goes by opinion of what he thinks it should go. He got voted in because the votes was tampered with by Russia and Putin. That's it. Because Hillary Clinton could have won. She could have won that, that to be the first uh, woman president. But it was rigged. That's it. They don't want no woman to run president. They don't, they don't want no 
woman in the White House, period. That's never going to happen. It should be a woman to run. But healthcare is big business. See, in America right now, America suffer with one thing we suffer with in America. That is obesity. Fat. Fat, 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 fat. Because people keep eating so much. People keep going to these fast food restaurants. You do you, but it deteriorates your health. It deteriorates your health. So that's it, the doctor. The doctor is making a field day out of out of this whole thing off of your off your ignorance. So the question is, who who will you vote for to be the leader of this country? Because healthcare, Medicaid, uh, uh, Medic Medicaid, all that is public assistance. So they, they, the, the, the Republican Party saying, take that out because it's taken away from the American, the American, uh, let's see, this country, the American working class folks, all that. Period. So someone's trying to defend what Obama put in place called Obamacare. It's for the poor. Like I said, like, like I said the Democrats appear to be Robin Hood and... <laughs> And uh, the Republicans are supposed to be the, the, some type of king that's sitting on riches and diamonds and all that stuff. So Robin Hood got to come in and take from the rich and give that to the poor. That's that. People are ignorant. People are ignorant. You make yourself sick by a few things. That is, how you treat your body, you, you have a poor diet, you're not getting enough water, you're not being active. You be, you're around a bunch of people that's negative, so you make yourself sick. You make yourself sick. I remember the governor of New York says, said when this whole thing hit of this coronavirus, he said it's about, it's about what you do. Me. I'm, I'm, I'm an African-American male. And they do say as a rate, as a fact that African-American people leave number one in this health, this health thing. So what do I do knowing that in, in health, that in my family bloodline right now, obesity, cancer, diabetes, so much. So I told myself to minimize me going to the doctor. I haven't been in the doctor's office so long. Why? Because how, how well do I keep maintenance of my body? That's that. So this whole thing that they keep saying, they keep talking about all the time because it's a, it's a problem in America because people are sick. People make themselves sick. Either you make yourself sick by what you're doing or you just inherited infliction by bloodline. So this is all about money of cutting back what's called budgeting. That's that. Carry on. I'm carrying on. I'm carrying on. So that they think, and then also they was talking about the thing that you got to look at. Um, something about the economy. The economy. This is the highlights of the presidential 2020 election of president will be the next president. Stay tuned on that one. Because this is some real stuff. This is some real stuff. You got to see life, life today is serious. This ain't no joke. This ain't no joke. These are two men that got different ideas and opinions on how things should, shall, and should go. Period. Thank you for tuning in. You can follow Dre Wise on Facebook at Jarrell Lucian. 
You can follow him on Instagram at DreWise, the number seven. You can also send Cash App donations. Lucian Jarrell, the number seven. Thank you. In the world, so many. Baby girl, you are the.